Yeah, so this is episode 10, I think. Wow, double digits! <laughs> wow. We should throw our podcast a birthday party. Okay, at That's 10? not how that works. <laughs> no, we'd have to throw out a new party every week. Yeah. Actually, that'd be every 10 weeks. Right, that's that's what I was thinking. If, oh, okay. Unless, like, if 10 is their first birthday. Oh, okay, okay, so we'll throw in at 20, 30, 40. Gotcha. I think when you do it by episodes, it's supposed to be 100. It can be by 50s. Because it's years, because that's an entire year. Mm. You do it once a week, then 52 is an entire year. So most people will celebrate their potiversaries. <laughs> God, where are we going to be in a year? I swear to God, I hope not in this exact realm. Same. <laughs> Unless it's yeah, I hope you. not too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, you guys can come visit. We can we can do it up here if you want. Okay. But, oh, cool. And you can come visit us out there. But yeah, if um if you're still in this room, I would have concerns. <laughs> yeah. You would have frozen on the porch <laughs> yeah. by now over the winter. Those negative 30 nights. God, you'd die. Gotta love New England. Yeah. It was literally 89 last week. And all this week it's supposed to be 60. I mean, because sure like I grew up right in now. New England. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And, like, people wonder why. We're bitter. We're <laughs> freezing all the time. We can't plan anything in advance. No. <laughs> Unless it's well sheltered from the weather. Right. All of our houses are old as fuck. Right. Yeah. Or they're new and falling apart. Or old and falling apart. Yeah. Yeah. All the houses are like, falling apart. I feel like... It's like you have the old ones that are like the oldest and they're in tip top shape either because they were built right or just because somebody, some nerd was like, it's history. And it's me, I'm that nerd. Yeah. I want to get an old house and fix it up so bad. <laughs> well, I mean, like, there's also houses that get turned into like museums. And some yeah. of them in New England, I'm kind of like, why? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just like for fun. There's one in town that's, like, called the Something Tavern, and it's a museum. I'm like, why isn't this a real tavern? I've heard of them, but I've never been in there. It's a historical museum. Yeah. We have two museums a, on Main Street. It should just be a tavern. It should. I What's was the so other mad. museum? Uh, I can't it's remember, but it's society. just... Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, it's just further up the street. So, I love museums. I think they're really cool. But I kind of hate when, like, how we have these museums that are just, like, a part of town, but, like, I feel like no one ever goes to them, and it wasn't, like, a school trip either. Mm. Like, they're never open. Yeah. Like, they're by appointment only, and who's going to call and make an appointment? Right. The historical society in my town is by is open by appointment only. I went in there once with Girl Scouts. Yeah. I think the only other time I went in there was for the 250th. That was when I went in there. Oh, yeah. But it, I was with the Girl Scout troop because it was the day that, um, it was the day that we had to go as Girl Scouts. Wasn't it for the parade? Yeah. Yeah. And so we, like, stood like outside. the parade we went out there? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we stood outside for a long time in our little Girl Scout uniforms, and <laughs> I don't remember what happened, and then... We got to explore the town, and we got to go in the historical society, because it was open that day. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember thinking it was so cool, too. Yeah. Creeped me out, because they had, like, mannequins mm. that were, like, acting as people, and I was like, I want to die. <laughs> I would probably try to terrorize you a little bit. I don't think so, because I was with... I think I saw downtown like Ooh, just driving like we just crossed and it looked exactly it could have been someone totally different but it looked exactly like my house like i can't go anywhere yeah <laughs> even in in their cars i see people i know me too and i don't try and look i try to not be nosy <laughs> <laughs> i don't i try to see people all the time i feel like one of the most annoying stupid laws that we have in new hampshire is that we can't tint 
the front of your car and it's like I want my windshield tinted a little bit please I can't see anything <laughs> I want my windows tinted just enough because they don't nobody needs to be seen inside my car that's fair and it's like out-of-staters come in all the time with tinted windows and like I mean they may get pulled over for it occasionally but not regularly yeah I don't think that they can because they're out-of-staters right. Like, what are you going to do? Make them rip the tint off right. right there? Right, exactly. Oh, remember how we were talking about how we <laughs> mom all the time? Not really, because I don't see her. Okay. Well, <laughs> like, the day after we recorded that, or a few days after, I went to Walmart, and I was like, oh my god, it's <laughs> mom, and I tried to take a video of her <laughs> for it to send it to you, and I forgot to send it to you, and I'm pretty sure she saw me recording. Oh my god. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> That's so much worse. <laughs> it really is. That's funny, though. I don't know if she knew that I was... Because we were really far away. Yeah. I just know her because she looks very distinctive. Mm. And um, I was like, oh my god, it's her. And I, like, went to try to take a video, but she was, like, behind a bunch of cars because it was in the parking lot. And she brought her cart back, and I was, like, trying to get a video of her taking her cart back. And she was behind the cars. And then when I finally got a good look at her, she was, like, looking over at me. And I was like, <laughs> oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> That's funny. Kill me now. Yeah. I was expecting to get, like, a hate message. Stop filming my mom! <laughs> right. That would require unblocking you, so. That's fair. I don't know if she has me blocked. I just know that she doesn't have me on anything. I know that I'm blocked on certain things. Because I have other accounts and I can see. See, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Her ex keeps trying to follow me. And I'm like, dude, I never liked you and you're, like, the whole reason we're not friends anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know the tea with that, but we don't need to get into that on the podcast. I think we, we already have, did. Yeah, we already talked about it. Yeah. But, I mean, it's it's light tea. It's just that, like, they were just, like, talking leading up to the trip to Florida, and we went there right after Christmas, and then we were there for New Year's. And she was, like, talking to me about him the whole time, and, like, she was talking to me, Kevin, and Tyler about it, and all three of us were kind of like, ooh. Which is like if Kevin is yeah. <laughs> Kevin was like weirded out by him. That's and it wasn't a jealousy thing either because Kevin thought he had a shot with me at that point. So <laughs> also quickly back to the topic that we weren't talking about while we were recording about me never knowing shit until it's too late. Yeah, I didn't know about shit with Kevin. Yeah, until it was too late because I saw him after a show that you guys were in and I like went in the dressing room and gave him a big hug and was like hey how are you doing you were we're going out are you coming with us and he was like no I didn't know you guys were going I was like oh you can come with us (laughs) and I didn't know that we weren't friends with Kevin anymore because nobody fucking told me we weren't friends with Kevin anymore when was that I have no idea it was probably after Mary Poppins oh that was the last show we were friends again after that so I don't know uh I don't know when the last time that you guys weren't friends was, but... So, we, like, we kind of stopped talking when, I think, when him and broke up, probably. And then, like, him and were dating, and, like, me and wanted to be friends with So we were like, okay, I guess, like, we can let Kevin back in again. And then, for some reason, we ended up staying friends with Kevin instead of after they broke up. And then, like, we hung out with at Shrine, at the Shriners football game. We, like, was my roommate, and they told us, like, a bunch of shit about Kevin, and we were like, oh, that's horrible. I'm so sorry. And, um, we were kind of like, it's senior year. I don't know how to avoid him. Um, because we've, like, made him such a big part of our friend group, so the plan is to drop him after senior year. What was, what was the show that you guys did right before the one that got cancelled for COVID? Would have been a fall thing. So, the one that got cancelled for COVID was Catch Me If You Can, and then the show before that was the spring play. Okay, so then I think I went to that, but I didn't actually watch it. I think that I came into the school after the show, or was, like, waiting or whatever, because I remember being backstage when it happened, and it was, like, the last time, because I, because you told me all of that, 
And so that must have already happened. Mm. Um, because I knew that we weren't really friends with Kevin anymore, but that you couldn't really ditch him. But then COVID happened, so we got to. Yeah. Because I don't remember you ever, like, not being friends with him and then being friends with him. I only remember being, like, we're not friends with Kevin anymore, and then that was it. Yeah, there were several times where we were kind of like, he did some stuff, but I don't want to address it with him because I don't want him to turn around and, like, get angry at me. Yeah. And also, like, it was a whole, like, being in middle school and high school and, like, hearsay. Like, that's not necessarily the word I want to use, but, like, you... He said, she said. Right, yeah. Yeah. He said, she said, and then you're like, I don't want to, like... You just try to, like, separate yourself from those things until they die down because you're like, I'm stuck with these people until the end anyways. Right. And, yeah. Yeah, but nobody told me that we weren't friends with Kevin anymore, so I was like, hi, you want to come with us? He didn't, thank God, because he knew better, but, um, yeah. yeah, I was so out of the picture. <laughs> I had no idea what was going on. Yeah. But yeah, going back to explaining to you, Mal, um, so like the whole time that was talking, we were like, I don't know, you're like kind of just like moving really fast between all these relationships and knows that and it feels like you could be setting yourself to be taken advantage of. And also like it just, we don't. We're not big fans of him for any reason, <laughs> like, and she got really mad about that and then ended up kissing him at midnight on New Year's and then they started dating and I was kind of like, oh, okay. And we had to sit together the whole ride back home, which we drove from New England to Florida and back. Christ. And... It was, like, this whole, like, we were both crying, and she was, like, I just want to feel supported by my best friend, and I'm, like, I'm trying to support you and, like, let you know that you're being silly and unsafe. Yeah. Like, going between all these guys, and like, good friends, like, best friends don't let their best friends destroy their lives. Right. Or make bad choices. And it's They're like, not uncritical of each other's actions. Right. And it's, like, I have nothing against, like, if you want to have a hoe phase or whatever, but that's not what she was doing. She was, like, getting into serious relationships, sleeping with them, like, falling in love with them, and then they would drop her, and her heart was broken, and then, like, she would find some other guy to talk to about her heartbreak and then and was the with thing. him and that's literally like, was literally there for her because he was best friend and she dated and mm. then they broke up and then in comes and it's like not only is it the like you're falling in love with them and it's not reciprocated but it's like you're sleeping with all of them and they're not clean people yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to stigmatize STDs and also just, like, general cleanliness, but, like, there were some things that I brought up to her where I was like, maybe the fact that he gave you fleas and then two months later he still has fleas in his house is not a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> like... And that's, like, I feel bad sometimes when I think about that because that's, like, like we've had to deal with those things before and it doesn't make you a, an unclean person to have to deal with that. But, like... Yeah, I mean, I had fleas for, like, three years. Right. Because of my living situation. At the beginning, it was, like, all, all hands on deck for getting rid of them. But then when they didn't go away right away, it was, like, my problem. And I was the one yeah. doing everything. And... Um, I was the one getting new products to try and stuff like that. And, like, every time there's a small bug on me, I'm like, is it a flea? Like, I was so traumatized. Like, they were biting me all over. I had flea bites in my hairline that I thought was acne. And then after a while, I realized they were just bleeding flea bites. Yeah. And I was like, I can't do this. And I couldn't sleep. My dog couldn't sleep. And I was like, I 
can't do this. And I got like super serious about spraying and vacuuming every single day. And we were using diatomaceous earth. And my mom's like all against chemicals. So we had to use all natural stuff. So I found all natural stuff that worked really well. And I was the one like literally spraying and vacuuming every single day all summer long until they were finally gone. But like because of the way the house is like and the way that fleas are like a, a single egg can live for like four years before it hatches. Oh my god. And just like movement will hatch them. So every time I like start moving stuff like mm-hmm. when we were moving stuff out of the house I was so terrified that there were going to be eggs that we were going to hatch. Right. And I was going to have to deal with that all over again. But thankfully that never happened. So. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, like, that's also a good example of, like, it's not your fault, really, for that happening, but, like, it wasn't, like, a hoarder house, it was, like, there they had a few pieces of furniture and, like, some clothes on the floor and stuff, it was a little bit untidy, but it wasn't, like, impossible to do a chemical clean-out in there because there was so much stuff. Yeah. You know? So it wasn't, um... So, like, my problem wasn't really lack of effort. It was lack of resources and stuff. But in that case, it was right. a lack it's, of effort. It's giving lack of effort. I didn't live there. I didn't talk to him personally. But that's what the impression I got. And I was like, that's what I was trying to relay to her. Was that yeah. it was like, it doesn't seem like they tried. And maybe that's more on his family. But, like, you don't need him. So why are you adding this stress to your life (laughs) right and yeah all that stuff made her upset and felt like I wasn't being supportive and I was just hating on her or whatever and eventually out of the blue she just blocked me which is so funny because when she went off on me I went back off on her and I was like I was literally I just got out of a really toxic relationship and you haven't checked on me or asked or talked to me at all like talk about being a supportive friend right like god (laughs) yeah there's a difference between like not being supportive as in I don't think this person's a healthy person for you to date versus not being supportive of I don't care that you're dating an unhealthy person you should still prioritize me right and that was always her thing was like you should prioritize me Yeah, and she'd never do that in return. And she'd talk up and down about, like, all the things that she did for you and stuff, but then turn around and actually do nothing when you needed it. Yeah, big problem energy. I'm glad she's gone. Me too. I hope she's living her best life, but... Same. I doubt it. Right. (laughs) I remember... I was just gonna say, I wish I had, like, a little more closure on it, because it's like, we went through some shit together. Like, I went through some of my darkest days and she was my best friend during that time and also went through a lot of the shit with me that like haunts me and I wish that I could just be like hey can we like talk about this but we can't because she said fuck you never speak to me again but we're still living in the same area so it's like (laughs) Yeah, and the like when she blocked me, it was because I had messaged her about that to get her support on legal action. Because we were talking to a bunch of different people, and we were trying to like get a bunch of people together to make um, an actual like statement. And I asked her if she'd be willing to help, and she didn't say anything about it. Just went off on me about not talking to her for however long. I didn't talk to her for, and I was like, "Are you serious?" Yeah. And she was like, oh, you only talk to me when you need something from me. And I was like, this isn't for me. Right. Like, (laughs) this is me reaching out. (laughs) Like, it would help you. Yeah. Yeah, when we did that, I was, like, severely disappointed by what people had to say. Because it was, like, people that I knew had bad experiences. And they were all just kind of like, oh, well... You know, it was kind of my fault, and we were young and dumb, and I'm like, you say that, except he went on to continue to do the same shit to all of his girlfriends. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what kind of sucks is, like, now, it's, I mean, hard to say because our community is so disconnected already, but, like, I feel like most people who knew me in high school or middle school like if they see me out like that's probably what they think of like oh that crazy bitch that tried to leave 
like yeah like no bitch he did that to himself right i'm so glad that your boss believed you yeah and like banned him from the farm yeah that was iconic yeah (laughs) vanilla w yeah yeah (laughs) absolute w and it was like like i didn't talk one-on-one to anthony so he like I don't know what Fenella told him exactly, but I remember she told me that he was, like, really confused, and he was like, so they broke up, why can't they just work together? And she was like, you don't need to know everything that happened between them, but if it was your daughter, would you want him working here? And he was like, no, not at all. And she was like, yeah, so he's, <laughs> exactly. he's gone. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Yeah. That makes me want to cry. Right? That's so nice. Yeah. I hope he's not living his best life. Yeah, I hope he's suffering. Me too. I'd say I want him to die, but that's too easy. Right. That makes him a man. But it'd be okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be sad. At least he'd be out of this realm. <laughs> yeah. Right. And he wouldn't be able to hurt anyone else. I just hope that if he does die in a, like, he's young and it's tragic and whatever, I hope it's, like, yeah. not a car accident. <laughs> yeah. And if it's a car accident, like... He better be found under the influence. Yeah, or, or like at fault somehow. Yeah. yeah. And I hope he's the only one that gets hurt. Yeah. <laughs> and then stop. <laughs> I guess I should have done it the nerd way. <laughs> yeah. That's the only way you can actually. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to stop. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I can't stop! I can't stop. <laughs> What's that one famous guy who does that? Because, and he's he's famous because he does it so violently with, like, his oh. whole body. That he conducts it? Yeah. Conducts violently? Oh. oh, fuck. He was all over the news for some reason because he was fun to watch. Hmm. If he was on TikTok, if this was nowadays, this was when I was a kid, but if this was nowadays, he would be all over TikTok. I feel like that would suck to be conducted by someone like that. Yeah! Watching him, it was impossible. (laughs) It's like, I don't speak conductor, but that's bad. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, unless you're just playing in 4-4 all the time. (laughs) I don't speak conductor, but it's really hard to learn when it's written in crayon. Yeah. (laughs) When it's written in cursive. Right. He conducted in italics. (laughs) He conducted in all caps. Italics. Yeah. <laughs> Bolded and underlined. <laughs> um, we could talk about music. We could. It's quite a concept. I actually, so, before I knew what podcasts were, I was ready to have a podcast. Remember, I don't know what fucking friend group it was, but I was like, I know that, I knew that, so, Tyler had a YouTube at the time, um, and I was like, he knows what to do, and I used to talk to him about it because it was when we were, like, quote-unquote dating, and I was like, I want to do this, and I wanted us to get together, our friend group, and listen to and review new song releases as a friend group, and talk about the different things, because it was when Wrecking Ball came out, Mm -hmm. and it was all over the place, and I was like, I have so much to say about this. Yeah. Like, I'm, like, 13, but I have so much to say about this. <laughs> I mean, that, I feel like 13-year-olds were the most important people to listen to at that time. Yeah. And, um, there well, was so fun. much drama going on, and I wanted us to have, at the time, I thought, you know, YouTube was the only outlet, so I assumed that we'd do it on YouTube, but basically what I wanted was a podcast, hmm. And I wanted to have a music-based podcast where we just discussed new releases. And we kind of started doing that because our first episode was talking about Demi Lovato. Yeah. And then we kind of, like, didn't continue with that. Yeah. But I was like, that's literally what I want to do is just, like, talk about new release music and all the discourse around it and stuff. Have a radio show. Yeah. Yeah, because that would be... I don't feel like I ever really listen to radio shows that often, but that's mostly because I don't know of any that I know I'll enjoy, but, like, I feel like the concept of having some music and then talking about it and then having some more music, but, like, the full song. Right, yeah, and that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. So, yeah, we could do that. 
Wow. Is there any new songs that you guys have really... Sorry, I, <laughs> I was just about to say, so, this new, I don't know if she's actually a new, I'm sure she's been doing music for a long time, but, um, this artist named Bess McCarthy, she just released a song on June 2nd, just in time for Pride Month, called She's Pretty, and it has literally been the soundtrack of my life, so, um, it is a bop, it is a vibe. It is, it is good. Mm. Right, I was going to pause it so I could play Mel the song. Yeah. I forgot. Shh. Are you? <laughs> really tough on you. I'm about to have an aneurysm. <laughs> good shit. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Um, it definitely paints a good picture. Yeah. Makes you want to go to a gay bar. It really makes me want to go to a gay bar. <laughs> yeah. There's the lesbian bar in Worcester, Massachusetts. Yeah, mm-hmm. B sent me a TikTok of it, and I was like, oh, we need to go there. Yeah. Like, now. Yeah. Like, yesterday. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. If I had a couple dollars. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to go for my birthday, but, uh, I was moving on my birthday. Mm. We'll have to remedy that. Yeah, Yeah. we could do a belated birthday. Yeah. I was thinking we should do it this month because it's It's, Pride. It's crazy because, so, and I was thinking about that too, and I'm like, oh, do you think they're going to be extra busy because it's Pride? Probably. Yeah. Which is kind of, which kind of makes me a little bit nervous especially because when I talk about going I'm like oh well I can invite this person or I can invite this person because all my friends are gay right <laughs> I'm like I'm like oh you want to go you want to go you want to go yeah yeah have like three carfuls just from this town <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all rolling up together yeah synced playlists on the highway <laughs> that would be fire that would be fire <laughs> we need a gay bar we do. That's true. I've been thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. But it requires money to create. Yeah, because right. I really want to open a tea shop, but I want my tea shop to moonlight as a bar mm. that exactly. specializes in mixed drinks mixed with tea. Mm. Exactly. That'd be really cool. I, I didn't think about the mixed drinks with tea thing, but definitely a business that is a gay space, but it could be a bar at night and something else during the day. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Ooh. My business class has been postponed to the fall, so I have time to workshop this idea. Yeah. That would be so much fun. I literally want have wanted to open a tea shop since I was, like, 16. Like, I started trying to make a business model and doing research on it right before I started. Because that's what I wanted to do. Mm. Mostly because of a book series where they own a tea shop in Vermont. And I was like, oh. <laughs> they solve mysteries. Oh, so. me. Because I <laughs> grew up in New England. Yeah. We should have, like, a button for that. Like, you know, <laughs> have a little, little... A yeah. soundboard just that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, that would be fun, because instead of just a regular bar, it could be a gay bar. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure the first queer-owned business in New Hampshire was Teetotaler, which is in like Concord or something. I, I could be totally wrong about where it is, but... Technically, That's true, right? actually. <laughs> Fuck anyone who told me that information. <laughs> it was Yeah. Do we know what years... It wasn't in? No idea, but I know that a guy that was staying there died. Yeah. Because I, like, was under the impression that it was an inn when it was first built. But then we found out from Mom that there was some guy in town whose grandma had owned it and just lived in it before selling it to them. So when are we gonna fix that place (laughs) Um, it may be beyond repair now. Did we tell you what they did to it? 
So anyways, gay bar. <laughs> yeah, gay bar. I'd love to be able to get a building for my tea shop that has an apartment upstairs. Because I'd love to live above my business. Yeah. Or at least, like, on the same property. Yeah. Yeah. There was one property, a commercial property that was for sale. I don't know if it still is. Um, that has a full diner on it. Like, all the stuff to go with it. All the pots and pans and everything. And, um, it also had... I think they were building apartment buildings on it or something and then also a four bedroom house and then it was like just like a fuck ton of open land and I was like this would be a cool city name like <laughs> there? I can do that <laughs> yeah but that would be ideal like have and it was, a, it's like a brand new four bedroom house, super nice. Like, literally, it, it was the level of nice where they had one of those fancy, like, faucets over the oven, you know, to fill your pot with water. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you could just, like, have your whole board, like, if I was building, like, a bunch of stuff on that one property, you could have, like, the restaurant manager, your apartment manager, (laughs) like, yeah, make my friends the heads of different things, and they could all live there, and it would be great. Yeah. Yeah. And everything costs money. Yeah. So much money. It's not even that it costs money, it's just how much. And it's so difficult to make money. This podcast gets so depressing because we're always just like, dude, why is everything so expensive? But, like, that's the reality that we're living in. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking capitalism, man. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. Ugh. So depressing to be aware of the things that are wrong with the world. Yeah. Yeah. And not being able to. Do anything. Yeah. It's like... And, like, I don't want to be a doomer. Like, I'm not, like, overall, I'm not really a doomer. I do things, like, I do mutual aid and stuff. But it's, like, there's only so much that we can do, you know? You can't just constantly be overextending yourself. And I want to go to war. (laughs) Go back to music. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. So the Guitar Hero Warriors of Rock. (laughs) the soundtrack the soundtrack um (laughs) 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 look I have it on my recently searched yes oh my god if you want peace, prepare for war. Yes. that And that's how I feel. Yeah. That <laughs> is fair. That is a fair assessment of today's day and age. Yeah. Because it's like we've gone to war for less before. Yeah. <laughs> I want to kill some Nazis without going to jail. Yeah. Same. Yeah, that sounds ideal. Yeah, and that's like, a lot of people are kind of like, when's the revolution happening? And it's like, it's, you do have to recognize that it happens a little bit at a time, and it's not just like an event, mm-hmm. but it's like, okay, when is the event going Right, there, like, are, there is, are events, so there, let's make one happen. Yeah. 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 Really expected 2020 to be it. Me too. I'm sad that it wasn't. Even though it's like scary. We need to be able to take care of each other. But I think it could have been. Like there were autonomous zones and stuff. And 
there was a chance mm. that yeah it's really hard when like all of the people that are ready and like fed up are like the least violent people in the country yeah. and so they're like and also burnt out all the time right and so then like the people who actually have the power to declare war are like no, you little sheeple, go back to your day job, and we'll take care of this. Don't you worry. Yes. Let me tuck you in. <laughs> I'm good, actually. <laughs> Thanks, though. You know what that sounds like? It's like in elementary school when people just mix everything and be like, you eat this. <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad I wasn't there for that. <laughs> At Nanok, we did that in high school too. I <laughs> look at this soup I made. <laughs> soup. I, I'll give you five bucks to eat my soup. <laughs> I'm so competitive. I would have done that. Yeah, and well, and it got dangerous once we were in high school because everybody had a job because we're from a poor society. Yeah. Um. So all the high schoolers with money, they're like, hey. I'll give you two dollars to lick my shoe. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking boot lickers. <laughs> I tried to. I want to taste the cranberry one. Mm-hmm. And then I coughed. It's not as good as the blueberry custard one was. It's not as good as the love story one. The, what the heck does love good. story taste like? I'm pretty sure it has black currants in it. It's like a berry it's mixture, black yeah. You have black currants? Where are your gooseberries? Where's the gooseberry? I need direction to the gooseberry. Fuck your ass. <laughs> Around the corner to the left. <laughs> Fuck you. You sell current leaves? You carry current leaves? Do you have no. leaves? We can't have them. <laughs> <laughs> you sell current? Yeah, we sell. We have currants to pick. You sell current, the whole bush. No. You sell whole bush. I take whole bush home. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, so I take whole bush home. <laughs> My co-star for the day says, try to force your brain to stretch and take leaps. Fuck you. How about no? What the fuck does that mean? I think it's telling me to be smarter, and I refuse. Half of the stuff that CoStar says, I'm like, I can tell you're a robot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the, like, longer explanation part, it's so repetitive. Mm. Mm. Every single day, it has a bit that it's like, here's some advice, but make sure you're not doing that thing where you XYZ mm-hmm. thing, and I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Let's see what today's is. Mine has tended to be, it's like, make sure you don't do that thing where you over-explain and then apologize or something like that. Yeah. I'm like, that's kind of spot on, but <laughs> shut the fuck Stop. up. <laughs> Mine says, today you feel torn between the pressure to stay when you want to run and your love of, the, of a change of scenery, which is kind of a run-on sentence. Um... It's good to slow down if that's what you need. Just make sure that you're not doing that thing where you exaggerate. You will not discover what you're capable of except by trying. I got this app called Stardust that is a period tracker. And it's owned by four women. And their like whole thing is like, we will never sell your data. We have the highest level of security for your data. And we make it make sense. And, like, it lines up with, they try and, like, line up your cycle with the moon cycle and, like, to make connections of, like, like, um, there's different names for people who bleed during different moon phases. So, like, they, based off of the data that they have for right now, because I've only used it for a little bit, so it probably doesn't have all of my cycle information yet. Um, but it said that I'm a red witch. Because I bleed during the new moon, I think. That's what it was. 
and then there's like some other stuff that goes along with that. It was very cool. And if you want me to send you guys links to it, there's a referral code. Sure. Please do. Yeah. I think out of, I am always like, oh, I don't want to use one of those, but out of all of them, that sounds like the best option. Yeah. Yeah. And they also, like, because they are all about, like, protecting your data, I feel comfortable using their, um, their symptom tracker is, like, there's a lot of different things, like, for birth control, you can use... You can put in different specific birth controls, and then different flow things with different colors, cervical mucus, and then also a bunch of different feelings, cravings, sex things, symptoms. Um, and then this one, which most other ones don't have, is altered states, where they Clue have caffeine. That. Huh? Clue has that. Oh, I've never used that one. But it's like caffeine, alcohol, nicotine, Adderall, cannabis, benzos, and psychedelics, which is like a pretty good, comprehensive comprehensive list. And it's like, I'm not so scared of checking things off, (laughs) like having the government know. Valid. Yeah, and then you can like leave notes and whatever. But yeah, there's all kinds of different information. And the free version is like perfectly fine like I don't have any reason that I really want the um paid yeah I don't want to like pay for it I don't know exactly what paying for it does but I'm trying to figure out how to send it to you guys oh also it says add seven friends and get a year free which is pretty cool that is very Instead cool. of, like, getting everybody discounts on buying it, it's like you just get it for free. That is cool. So, thank you. You're welcome. Um, this is unrelated, but it's back to CoStar. That CoStar was always really, like, spot on in the relationship sector of me with somebody else. Mm-hmm. And, like, as soon as I started having problems with Dina, our CoStar would reflect that. Yeah, I feel like CoStar is pretty accurate with that for me, too. I feel like it's more accurate with that than it is with just the assessment of me. Yeah. And that kind of makes sense, like, that the AI can take the information it knows about birth charts and mix two people together more than, like, figuring out someone's day-to-day. Yeah. So yeah, we're gay. <laughs> Thank you to our sponsor, Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> our daily yeah, sponsored. non-sponsored sponsor. Yeah. yeah. Daily. Our weekly non-sponsored sponsor. <laughs> well, I mean, when, when they get posted. Yeah, that's true. They deserve. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, we have ten. It'll be our tenth one. <coughs> Gotta get them out before the end of Pride. Oh my god, yeah. That's <laughs> enough of any person, really. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I have a reputation of being a lot. I literally, when I met Dina, apparently there was a point in the weekend where I, I don't know when this happened because I was there the whole weekend, um, but I wasn't there, so I must have gone to do barn chores or something. I don't know what was going on, but... Um, Dina went in and laid on Kathy's bed, and Dina was, like, really happy and was just trying to say that, like, I was really cool and, like, they really liked me, right? And so Dina was laying there and was just like, wow, and they were like, star. And Kathy was like, yeah, I know, she's a lot, it's okay, we need some, it's okay to need some time away from her, and Dina was like, that wasn't what I meant, but okay. But I was like, great, I love that that's my reputation, there of all places. Right. <laughs> like. Y'all are a lot, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's that's why they notice it, because they're like, oh, I can't even deal with myself. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys ever read Turtles All the Way Down? No. Really good book. About a girl who has... It's by John Green. And it has... The main character is a girl who I think has OCD and anxiety, and 
there's a scene where she finds out that her best friend, spoiler alert, had been writing, um, because she writes Star Wars fanfic, and she found out that her friend had inserted her into the fanfic Mm -hmm. as a character that nobody liked. Oh. And, like, everybody just, like, really hated that one annoying character. And so Asa started, like, reading it and was like, wow, she's painted me as, like, really fucking awful. And she was talking to her about it, and the friend was like, well, I was just annoyed with you one day, and I put you in, and it was fine. And then the character became its own character, and, like, she's not you anymore. Like, she's deliberately awful and exaggerated because that's just how I made the character. She's not you anymore. But in that conversation, she was like, you're like mustard. Like, you can only have so much of it before it's too much. (laughs) And Asa was like, okay, imagine being mustard all the fucking time. You can't be any, I can't be anything but mustard and I have to be around it 24-7. I have to be with my, I have to live with myself like this all the time. And I was, and they got into a car crash because they were fighting. And I was like, oh, holy shit, it's me. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I related to that way too much. And it sucks because the girl who recommended it to me I'm not really friends with. And I'm like, I feel like this was an ad. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, I don't write fanfic, but I did put you in this place in in my mind when I read it. (laughs) Right? Well, I wasn't even friends with her at the time, but I feel like she just thought that I could relate to her. And I was like, ouch, okay, thanks. I mean, you weren't wrong, but damn. (laughs) But yeah, I think that that's... I think society has conditioned people to feel uncomfortable when there's a lot, like, when someone is a lot, and, like, yeah, people can be, just be annoying sometimes, but also, like, we expect everyone to act a certain way, and I've always kind of, like, related it to school in a lot of ways, because it's, like, the majority of our country, like, the kids go to either a public school or a private Christian school and the expectations are it's like one of two things and everybody learns that and we're all kind of formed into it and then like people like you who were unschooled everybody else is just kind of like what are you doing we don't do that here yeah yeah absolutely And I think that's also, like, you mentioned before that I always blamed everything on you being homeschooled. Yeah. (laughs) You just, like, didn't know something. I'd be like, oh, it's because she's homeschooled. But I think that's probably where it came from was because people would be like, she's a lot. And I'm like, give her a break. (laughs) She's homeschooled. (laughs) Yeah. She's weird. Yeah, I know. She's homeschooled. Oh. (laughs) And it's funny because I've heard from so many people that were homeschooled that were like, they nobody ever thought that they were less intelligent and they like never had to deal with that the way I did because in like a lot of places homeschooled kids are seen as smarter because they tend to be smarter because they can move faster and move at whatever or slower whatever pace they need to go at so they can actually like grasp a concept and keep it Mm. instead of having to move on to the next concept and forget about it and um Obviously, I was unschooled, so that was different, but, like, I had that ability with a lot of other things. So, like, I had a lot more experience with cooking than you guys did. Mm. I had a lot more experience with, like, being outside or, like, fire safety and knife safety and stuff like that. Because I did a lot more of that in my normal day-to-day. And, like, I went to a -a once-a-week wilderness school where we learned, like, like, outdoors first aid and stuff like that. And, um... My mom would always be like, yeah, but you have more real-world experience. And, like, that's true to a certain degree. Like, I adapted to being on my own, and, like, I taught myself how to read, and I know how to teach myself a lot of things that other people that I know that went to school don't have that ability to do, which was helpful when I did go to high school because my high school was really good at adapting to that kind of thing. So... Like, it wasn't difficult for me to go to a teacher and, like, explain my thought process and be like, this is 
how I'm thinking about it. And they could be like, okay, well, that, that works, but this might be easier, whatever. But I definitely taught myself a lot in high school that way, too. And my teachers were really good about that. Like, if I wasn't getting it, I'd meet with them, and I'd just, like, talk about it. And then I'd be like, oh, I get it. And they didn't have to do anything, and they'd be like, you already got it, then. Like, <laughs> you just figured it out on your own. And I'm like, yeah, because that's what I've always done. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it was always difficult when it came to normal school curriculum because I never really learned any of that stuff where I was like I remember trying to play Mad Libs with my friend and every single time they named a thing I'd be like what's that I don't know what a verb is you're gonna have to remind me I don't know what a noun is you're gonna have to remind me every time so I like never got to put I never got to participate really because every single time I'd be like what's a noun what's a verb what's an adjective I don't know yeah I still don't fucking know if it makes you feel any better like 50% she doesn't know what a pronoun is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Truly. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I also remember, like, when we played AdLibs, AdLibs, Mad Libs, um, like, at Girl Scout camp, that one time that everybody just slept in the great room for whatever reason, um, I remember we played Mad Libs, and it was kind of, like, the same thing. Like, everybody was like, wait, what is that again? See, I played it in Girl Scouts, but I wasn't, it wasn't that time because I wasn't with you, but we were on a camping trip and we were sleeping in tents. Mm. And I was with Gemma and Tori, and I think Holly Kay was there. I think Holly was the one doing it. And every single time she'd be like a noun, I'd be like, what is that? And they all were like, in whatever grade it is where you're actually going over that every day, so everybody knew it immediately. Mm. And every single time, because I couldn't even remember, like from the first explanation. So it was every single time one was said, I'd be like, I don't know what that is, because I know you just told me, but you're going to have to tell me again. Yeah. And everybody was, like, really annoyed because they couldn't, like, go through it real fast. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That's also unfortunate because, like, you were the youngest one there, too. Mm-hmm. So it's like, they could have been more patient and, like, tried to actually teach it. Yeah. But then again, it's also only useful for Mad Libs or, like, like, trying to break down English on that level, which isn't an everyday thing. I forgot that I bought a D&D Mad Libs for us to play on the podcast. Fun. And then we never recorded again. (laughs) I don't know where it is. Uh Uh-oh. I can just buy another one. (laughs) Somewhere in my car or my room. It's the only places I keep stuff. Yeah. Anyways, we've been recording for an hour and 15, so now's probably a good time to finish her up. Yeah, this is kind of an off-topic talk. The whole thing, yeah. We didn't have a Much of a direction. (laughs) Yeah. We also didn't introduce Mal. Oh my god! (laughs) I'm just back and I'm here and you're never going to get rid of me now. Yeah, Mal's just here now. It'll be in the title anyway. (laughs) Eventually you won't be in the title, you'll just be a permanent guest. (laughs) Woo! A permaguest. Permaguest. This Sounds is fun. Like... This forces me out of my, like, perfectionism of, like, media production. And then, you know, if I have ideas sometime, I can involve you guys, too. And it'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah with no pressure. Yeah. Yeah! Permaguest sounds like a evil corporation in a Pixar movie. <laughs> corporation it's X. Like, it's like this big, like, chain um, retirement home. Permaguest. <laughs> 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 Isn't that all retirement homes? <laughs> it's your last stop, buddy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What a kid's movie. Oh, total side note. Wait, literally. Sorry. <laughs> Pixar. What if cars had feelings? What if ants had feelings? What if, what if old people had feelings? <laughs> it's like meant to make kids feel better about their grandparents going to homes, but it actually just makes it so much worse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say that apparently I saw it on the news. There's this new trend that people are talking about about older men having kids, and like, I am just here to say 
don't. Yeah. <laughs> I am living proof. Don't do it. Please don't. Don't. Like, I guess that being, like, being 40 is fine. I don't really know, because I, I wasn't there for the whole story, so I don't know what age they were actually talking about. <laughs> Whether it was, like, 40s or whatever, but they were showing men that were, like, graying. And, mm. like, don't do it. Yeah. Because I think 40 is fine, because, like, my mom had me, she was 40, and, like, she's 62, so it's fine. She's still a functioning person. But my dad was almost 60 when they had me, and so now my dad is 81, and... It is not good. Yeah. I am 22 living at home being an elderly care person. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Right. Yeah, 60 is far too old. Sorry, Bob. We love you. But that was a poor judgment call. To be fair, it wasn't his call. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it was, but, like, my mom did a lot of convincing. April. Which is why I don't have any siblings, because they had a deal that if I was a girl, she'd never ask for another kid. Oh my god. So, I have no younger siblings because of that. People are so silly with that. Yeah. Like, all, like families that have, like, 12 kids because they were like, we just want one boy! Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Oh, did what? someone try to eat him? Yeah, I think that happened a while ago, but I forgot until I got him out. Someone successfully ate him. <laughs> <laughs> Mel, did you see my Snapchat story last night? No. I don't watch Snapchat stories. Wow. My dog. I have a 40 second video that I took right before this of me just looking at her being like, what are you doing? What is your life? And my mom just laughing in the background of me being like, why are you like this? She's just there like... She was just sitting there looking at me real sad. (laughs) And then she started chewing on the bottle again and I was like, what are you doing? (laughs) And she looked up at me again and was like, what is going on? <laughs> and, um, I don't think you're I was supposed to do this. Wait, I was told. Yeah. Primi told me. Primi made me do it. Yeah. She would do that, too. She'd totally blame for me. Yeah. She's a good girl. She kind of looks like Sheila. She looks much less like Sheila now that she's older, but when we first got her... I literally cried when we got her, and I didn't want her anymore, because I was like, she looks so much like Sheila. This is awful. I called her Sheila on accident. Yeah. Good job. Just adding to my problems. I think I literally said, like, Shields or something. Probably. Oh, Shields, come here. I'm like... (laughs) (laughs) No, I called her Sheila a bunch. Yeah. And then we were in a... Nice. And then we were in a traumatic car accident together, so then we bonded, and I was like, fine, we can keep her. Not that we weren't going to keep her, because we adopted her, but I was like, fine. I can get along with you. We're friends now. Yeah. We trauma bonded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were um, begrudging friends. <laughs> and now she's my baby. Yeah. My little baby girl. Two of my baby girls. I have the best dogs. Even Yeah, I was also going to say, my cats definitely blame shit on each other, too. Like... The one of them will start a fight, and like specifically, Sophie loves to start fights. And then when they're fighting, she'll go so that it gets everybody else's attention. So it looks like she is being attacked. She'll just like lay on her back and like kick him from there, and she's just like, and um, and so then it looks like he's like on top of her, like punching her in the face, and she's screaming, cat brawl, yeah. But now we've figured it out, so they both get in trouble if they're being obnoxious. Like, we let them play fight to get their energy out, but if they're, like, you know... Getting violent. Yeah. We don't want cat-on-cat violence. Yeah. (laughs) Yikes. Yeah. I saw Milo chasing Penny the other day in the middle of the night. Like, they were all chasing each other, and I woke up to him chasing her and her being like... (laughs) And, like, normally she just hisses and punches him for no reason, but... This time she had a reason. Yeah. Or maybe he was fighting back. Yeah. I don't know. But it woke me up, and I was like, Milo, what the fuck? <laughs> and then it woke Jasmine up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only talking to my cat today. Kind of broke that already, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want one of those business dogs. 
think it came from the dollar store. That makes sense. Dollar store mugs are kind of fire. Yeah. They're, I think, honestly, like, anything ceramic from them is pretty fire. Because it's, like, I'm not scared of it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But it is cheap. I like the dollar store. The last couple times I went in there was when it was real stinky. Like, it was stinky for a while, and they literally, they had a handwritten note on all the doors that were like, we know it smells, we're so sorry, there's a plumber coming, but he's busy. I (laughs) went in there around the time that that was fixed, because I saw the sign, but it didn't smell any different, Mm. and then the next time I went, the sign was gone. Yeah, it smelled kind of like sewage. Fun. (laughs) And I was like, maybe you guys should be closed. Yeah. (laughs) Nope, can't lose that. Yummy, yummy profit. Yeah, <laughs> yummy, yummy 25 cent profit on Seriously. <laughs> each item. Fucking $1.25 store. That is a scam. Right? At least they're not called the dollar store, like they're Dollar Tree, but... They are tearing this family apart. Yeah. They're 25 cent tax. Yeah. You tell them. Yeah. Yeah. This is New Hampshire, no sales tax, bitch. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm leaving you a Yelp review right now, and you're gonna be sorry for this. (laughs) You will pay for your sins. (laughs) Pushes up glasses. Hits inhaler. (laughs) Dollar Tree will pay. Exactly. (laughs) Alright, well... Now let's eat some ramen. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Bye. Thank you all for listening. Sorry. See you next week. So (laughs) sorry for listening. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. They started dating when we went to Florida for band. Put your phone on mute. <laughs> Trying to edit out those sounds while you're talking and you don't acknowledge them is the most obnoxious fucking thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> so sorry. And your watch will ding or like you'll yeah, like, get a notification. My watch is funny. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> the purple one. There's a yeah that one. Theater mode. Perfect. Theater mode. That is classy as hell. <laughs> yeah.
Honestly, you should, and then you should say like, I need this for planning recording session. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure we're on the same. I'm going to do that. <laughs> I had coffee and nicotine. That's funny. For breakfast. <laughs> so I had my cranberry lemonade ice for breakfast. <laughs> that's my that's my everyday. I breakfast. had blueberry custard for breakfast. <laughs> That's a better one, yeah. I should get that flavor specifically for that purpose.